Hi, this is Ahmed Sharif and you are listening to From the Newsroom, your daily evening news catch-up show from Deccan Herald. Here are the top news of today, Wednesday, September the 16th, 2020. Asserting that it is fully prepared to fight a full-fledged war even in winters in eastern Ladakh, the Indian army has today said that if China created conditions for war, they will face a better trained, better prepared fully rested and psychologically hardened Indian troops. In a statement, it said compared to physically and psychologically battle-hardened Indian troops, Chinese troops mostly are from urban areas and not used to hardships or prolonged deployment under field conditions. The Army's Northern Command headquarters made these assertions reacting to China's official media. Global Times reports that India's operational logistics is not geared up adequately and it will not be able to fight through winters effectively. A Northern Command spokesperson said, and I quote, this can be best attributed to ignorance. Indian army is fully prepared and more than capable of fighting a full-fledged war even in winters in eastern Ladakh. India is a peace-loving country and wishes to have good relations with its neighbours. India always prefers to resolve issues through dialogue. While talks are in progress to resolve the border issues with China in eastern Ladakh, at the military level, it is well prepared for the prolonged standoff." Unquote. He said altitudes in Ladakh range from high to super high altitude and there is a lot of snowfall up to 40 feet after November. The spokesperson further said in I quote, Coupled with this, the temperature dipping down to minus 30 to 40 degrees Celsius is a usual phenomenon. Wind chill factor makes matters even worse for the troops. The roads also get closed due to the snow. But despite all this, the most encouraging part for India is that the Indian soldiers have a huge experience of winter warfare and are psychologically tuned to operate at short notice." Unquote. He said that while these facts are known to the world, the operational logistics capabilities, however, are hardly known. Delhi police today filed a charge sheet before a city court under the stringent law UAPA and various sections of the IPC against 15 people for larger conspiracy in northeast Delhi riots in February. According to the PTI sources, those named the charge sheet are Tahir Hussain, Mohammed Parvez Ahmed, Mohammed Ilyas, Saifi Khalid, Ishrat Jahan, Miran Haider, Safura Zargar, Asif Iqbal Tanha, Shadab Ahmed, Natasha Narwal, Devangana Kalita, Taslim Ahmed, Salim Malik, Mohammed Salim Khan, and Atar Khan. Special cell of Delhi police told additional sessions judge Amitabh Rawat that it has relied upon CDR and WhatsApp chats. In the charge sheet running into 10,000 pages, the police has listed 747 witnesses and of them 51 have recorded their statements under CRPC 164 before the magistrate. The final report has been filed under Stringent Unlawful Activities Prevention Act on various sections of Indian Penal Courts and Arms Act. The police said it has given chronology of conspiracy and relevant events in its charge sheet which is likely to be taken up for consideration in the coming days. The police said in I quote, the evidence includes WhatsApp chats of February 24, the time when riots were happening. At that point, key conspirators were guiding their foot soldiers about violence in the area. The key conspirators were directly in touch with their foot soldiers. WhatsApp groups were used by conspirators for violence in Salimpur, Jafrabad area. There were 25 protest sites in 25 cities. 25 WhatsApp groups were especially created for each city. The impression was given that they were anti-CA protest group, but through these sites, conspirators were being guided." Unquote. The special cell said that Tahir Hussain, Khalid Saifi and Umar Khalid had allegedly planned to carry out massive violence at the capital during US President Donald Trump's visit in Delhi. 
The much-awaited judgment in the Babri Masjid demolition case, in which several senior BJP leaders, including L.K. Advani, Murli Manohar Joshi, Uma Bharati and Kalyan Singh are accused, would be pronounced by a special CBI court on September 30th. Special Judge CBI S.K. Yadav has directed all the 32 accused people to be present in the court on that day. There were in all 49 accused people in this case to start with, but 17 of them have died since then. The accused persons who died during the pendency of the trial include former VHP International President Ashok Singhal, Giriraj Kishore, Shor, Vishnu Hari, Dalmia, Mahant, Avaidyanath, and Maharashtra Chief Minister Udhar Thakre's father, Bal Thakre. According to the lawyers representing the CBI and the defendants, the special judge was currently busy writing the judgment. The Supreme Court had directed the special CBI judge to deliver the verdict by September 30th. The case, which pertained to the demolition of the disputed structure in Ayodhya on December 6, 1992, was by thousands of car civics, were heard on a daily basis by the special CBI judge. Soon after the demolition of the disputed structure, two FIs were registered at the Ram Janmabhumi police station in Ayodhya against unidentified car civics, which were Hindu Parishad and BJP leaders. 47 other FIRs were also registered later. The Russian Direct Investment Fund, Russia's Sovereign Wealth Fund and Dr. Reddy's Laboratories Limited have agreed to cooperate on clinical trials and distribution of Sputnik V vaccine in India. Upon regulatory approval in India, the Russian Direct Investment Fund shall supply to Dr. Reddy's 100 million doses of the vaccine, Doc Dr. Reddy's said in a release today. The Sputnik V vaccine, which is based on well-studied human adenoviral vector platform with proven safety, is undergoing clinical trials for the coronavirus pandemic, it said. Deliveries could potentially begin in late 2020, subject to completion of successful trials and registration of the vaccine by regulatory authorities in India, the release said. Kirill Dimitrev, CEO of the Russian Direct Investment Fund, said RDIF is very pleased to partner with Dr. Reddy's in India. Dr. Reddy's has had a very well-established and respected presence in Russia for over 25 years and is one of the leading pharmaceutical companies in India, he said. The release quoted Dimitrev as saying, and I quote, India, India is amongst most severely impacted from COVID-19 and we believe our human and Virus dual vector platform will provide a safe and scientifically validated option to India in the battle against COVID-19, unquote. RDIF partners will receive an effective and safe drug to fight the coronavirus. The platform for human adenoviral vectors, which is the core of the Russian vaccine, has been tested in more than 250 clinical studies over decades and has been found safe with no potential negative long-term consequences, Dimitriev said. <laughs> Sandalwood actor Sanjana Galrani, who has been arrested in a Sandalwood-linked drug peddling case and is in police custody, was taken to KC General Hospital today for a medical test including a COVID-19 test. Meanwhile, the Sandalwood couple, Andrita Ray and Digant, appeared before the Central Crime Branch officials at CCB office today. That's it today from the newsroom. Tune in at 7am tomorrow for our feature show, The Lead. If you like this show, please share this podcast with your friends, family and on social media. Do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and wherever you listen to podcasts. For latest news and top stories of the day, log on to www.deckinherald.com or visit the all-new Deccan Herald app. Check out our e-paper at www.deckinheraldepaper.com. Subscribe to our Telegram channel at t.me slash Take care and have a great evening.